so much of that car. Alright, um, what are we starting off? We don't even need to introduce our names, they, they, have, they can yeah. go up to the previous one and mm-hmm. work out what the fuck our names are. Exactly. Okay, I have two things to vent about. Do you have shit to vent? Um, yeah. Well, toxic people. That's the vibe. That, 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 that's this, the topic. This is the this vibe. Is this the is topic. the topic. Toxic people. That is the title. Toxic title. people and people who are just shit in general. Like, yes. Okay, we're not going to categorize them as monsters, but they really should think about what they say before they send shit to people. Exactly. Okay. Some of these people don't have a fucking brain. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Like, you'd be... And like, we're talking Australians. Exactly. And we can say that because we... <laughs> we are Aussies. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, this is based... So, because we're based around Sydney, and I study in Sydney University, and I had one of my friends, one of my best mates, actually, and he's moved back to his hometown, New Zealand, um, just to recover from mental health shit. And basically... He sent me something that is absolutely horrifying. Like, I cannot believe that it's happened within our own university. And it's so ironic. So it's just, yeah, it's so shit right now. So I have, so Sydney Uni is doing their SRC votings right now. And there are multiple different committees, um, going for votes and so on. There is this one particular committee called Engineers for Mental Health. And there is this one particular person that catches my eye a little bit after seeing what they decided to send my friend. Um, Now, I have been given permission to actually bitch about her. So I can actually bring her name up. And honestly, because she doesn't know who I am. And me. She never will, and like, and if she does try, she will just get blocked. And and then I mean, look, Sydney Uni should take action for what she's done because if it wasn't for the fact my friend is a fucking king, um, she could have ended up being the one that caused the demise. Yeah, quite literally. So my friend was going through some shit last year, um, in regards mental health wise, and. Not even last year, actually. It was last semester. It was, like, May? (laughs) Not too long ago. It wasn't that long ago, actually. And he was on the brink of actually wanting to take his own life. Um, And this particular night, 19th of February, he was already pretty depressed. And apparently there was something about her offering to make playlists on Spotify. So... Um, I'll mention the name of this. Actually, I won't. I'll keep it. I'll keep it a secret until the end. Okay. Because I'm gonna build up tension for people. My no, actually listen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, fucking listen, please. We it's will... worth listening. It's chaotic. Okay. So my friend, he um asks her, "Can you send me a playlist?" I had forgotten I talked to you before, and I'm glad he had forgotten that he had talked to her before, because she sends him a screenshot of the playlist that she has made for him, and it only has two songs, Fuck Off, Ugly Cunt. Like, what the fuck? Like, dude, um, she is not okay. Yeah. 
Like, what the fuck? She's a toxic bitch. She is. She even looks like one. And from what I'm gathering from her, just energetically and like... By the way, I'm a very spiritual person, so... I can read people like a book easy by just looking, looking at, at them. the picture. Yeah. So immediately from what I'm getting from this bitch, um, is that she only has people in her life that only benefit her. Don't get me wrong, that's not a bad thing. But those people that she's attracting are exactly like her, the same type of toxic mentality, but they think that they're good and they're gods, but the, no, they're not. Like, they're bitches. Her and like her friend group, the, what I'm seeing, all of them are bitches and they all lie and they all talk shit about everybody with each other. That's what I'm getting. Quite literally. And then she, my friend replies, okay. Um, obviously he would be in shock, especially when he was in a bad state at that time. And then she decides it's okay to send a gift of fucking Thanos. <laughs> Doing the fucking Fortnite like loser dance. Or like fuck. fucking hell. And then, yeah, it's it's. And then my friend just says he doesn't mess with that. And then she she reacts with it with a thumbs up. It is like she doesn't give a shit about what he feels. So if it wasn't for the fact, my friend told me that he was about to slit his wrists that night. He was going to take his own life that night. And he is my best friend, closest friend, and like an amazing king. Losing a friend like that would hurt me so much. Yeah. So imagine if it wasn't for the fact that he had the courage, the bravery, the strength to actually keep going with his life and see that he is valued so much and that he is worth more than what that bitch thinks. Because, like, look, if it was someone else... um that was like already in deep hell she would have been the one that like triggered their fate yeah honestly and do you guys want to know who the fuck this is i don't even i'm gonna butcher her name only because even though i'm asian <laughs> i still can <laughs> that's all right her fucking name is may he or may hey may he <laughs> i don't know <laughs> whatever and okay, as a it could probably be Meha, because it's like the I feel like I think it's Viet. It's probably Viet. Yeah, probably Meha, is. like Meha. Yeah. yeah, no, but like coming from an Asian culture, Asian background, it's really disappointing to see, especially for the fact that she is part of the engineers for mental health. Like, get your mental health right first before actually offering to help other people's mental health because you don't even understand what mental health is. And you can just tell that she is not, like, good for what she's doing. Like, what she's in just by, like, just looking at her socials. Quite literally. Go check out her Facebook and then quite literally just... Just scroll. Even if it's on the public, just just scroll and then just... Just scroll and you'll literally see. You'll see the captions, quite literally. And if anyone from Sydney Uni SRC or is running a campaign for the SRC to get voted, I want you to be aware that there are people running for the mental health SRC or running to be part of the committee that are the people who are fucking toxic and the people who that do not care. Quite literally. Because she fucking nearly caused my friend to take his own life. 
And she doesn't give a shit. I know that for sure. For fact. The fact that she has the guts to even send a screenshot of that Spotify playlist, it makes me so mad. It's infuriating. It's infuriating like that. Those type of people are the ones that are like trying to get the credit and where in reality they don't deserve the extra credit that they're applying for because it's all a lie and it's all fake. It's all bullshit. Yeah, she's literally a fake, like, she's wearing a mask. Like, don't get us wrong, we're not saying that she's a monster or anything, it's just she really should have thought about what she was doing before she sent the shit. Yeah. Because she doesn't know the other person's story. And if she just doesn't want to make a playlist or doesn't want to talk to that person, she doesn't even have to make a playlist. She shouldn't target them just because they've asked something. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, it's so fucked. And you know what what I'm gathering also? I feel like she thought, like, this guy was trying to hit on her. <laughs> but, like... My mate would never hit on that type of bitch. Like, that, yeah, but, but he was just like, oh, I haven't spoken to you. Like, this is, like, the way that he approached her is literally in the most friendly type of way, right? No type of thing that's, like indicating that like he's hitting on her asking for a playlist is a normal thing to ask of a friend everyone makes playlists i like for fuck's sake i make playlists for every single bitch that i've ever met that like has some sort of indicator or like some sort of like meaning in my life you know how come i have another playlist yet i'm working on it because <laughs> <laughs> you listen about like everything so i'm like trying to like be like I'm a bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm the same though, so it's like I feel like all of my playlists it's like you would enjoy. Oh see, I'm the type that vibes with any type of music, so it works. Yeah. So literally like Country music it will depend. Yeah. <laughs> what I, it I, depends. I love how when it comes to music, it just it's like the genre country music always gets like discriminated <laughs> against. Like country music can be good, but it really depends. I, I can't stand the country music that's like about like Jesus da, da, Christianity <laughs> like uh, that shit like just like if I like start laughing and it makes me cringe so <laughs> fucking hell it would it would <laughs> just because of like what the type of person I am I'm just like <sighs> yeah but rewinding back to the Sydney University shit seriously all unis throughout worldwide keep on talking about mental health yeah yet they don't take any action against those who actually cause mental health issues yeah it's it's just fucked up and like the uni they're just turning a blind eye i get it like we have a lot of students we have a lot of shit happening in this world but there's a reason why mental health issues are increasing and this is there's a reason why so many more younger kids are ending up in the mental health ward yeah and that place sucks it does. Been there and never want to go there again. Yup. It's the last place I want to be. It's the last place any mentally ill person wants to go to, especially if they've ever been in a psych ward or a men- like a ward for mental illness. It's just dead cold. Mm-hmm. Silence I don't mind, but it's fucking cold in there. They don't even give you enough clothes to wear. No. <laughs> okay, but moving on. There has been this recent uproar in the tattoo industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually not 
uncommon um, for stories like this to occur where there has been assaults between tattoo artists and apprentices. Um, so in a couple days ago, a story um, came up on social media of a Sydney tattoo artist um, called Chris Showstopper. Now you will no longer be able to find any of his social media because he's deleted everything. Um, and the incident occurred five years ago. So this artist, whose name I won't disclose for personal reasons, um, basically was an apprenticeship and looked up to him, looked up to this tattoo artist, let him tattoo her during the tattoo expo. Um, and the thing is, everyone knows that alcohol has a really strong influence on making shit and bad decisions. And that's decisions that can literally fuck up your life. Yeah. Whether it be at that time or in the coming future. So basically, there was just this whole uproar between the tattoo industries. And what makes me super grateful for the tattoo community is people took the side of the victim. And they didn't take shit from the guy who was trying to make excuses. Um... And, like, she was being very anonymous about everything from the beginning, about telling her story, until he decided it was a good idea to bring up that he is the actual predator. He's the one that caused the assault. Um, so, five years ago, when they were at an expo, he, um, she... Both, he, he convinced her to go to the expo. He convinced her to be her canvas to tattoo on. And funnily enough, it was just tattoo artists and him, and like, it was like, all the tattoo artists were like in different, on different floors in their own personal rooms. But only her, only the apprentice was like in the same room as him. Like, how fucked up is that? She was only 19, and he was like, what, 20-something? I don't even remember anymore, but... Basically, he, like, built up trust and kind of groomed her into a way where she thought she was benefiting from her experience in learning how to be a tattoo artist. And don't get us wrong, she is an amazing tattoo artist because I've seen her profile, I've seen her work, it's incredible. Um, but the thing is, it's just, it's sickening, actually, what happens. Because they go out for a few drinks. She doesn't drink, so she's completely sober. She's just exhausted. She's had an amazing time. She sounds like me. She's like, I don't drink either. So, like, it's like, what? I will only have a drink if it's, like, you know. It's safe community. to do so. Like, yeah. yeah. It's a community, like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, you go out to, like, have fun, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but the thing is, obviously, she was already not comfortable from day one when they landed. Because her room was the same one as her um, mental, which is so fucked up. Like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? Like, dude, it's not cool. And so they had a few drinks and so on. She was sober. They went back home and then she was just tired. So she just went straight to the pull-out couch bed um, and lied in there. And then not too long after, he comes by and then walks over to her and just lies down next to her and now get this he's a married man mm. and has a child mm. 
I hate cheaters! Cheaters can fucking die. Like, she she was publicly not going to address um, who her abuser was because she is aware of his wife and children. But he just brought it out that he's the abuser. And like, why the fuck? I, I really hope the cops get onto this because this it's not acceptable. It's not. It, it really isn't. And the, he won't be the only one. Or the entire industry. Worldwide. Like, any industry, honestly. There's always going to be some sort of abuse. Whether it's sexual or, like, physical or mental. Um, but, like, he had lied down next to her. Um, and was, like, already put his arm around her. And grow to breast. And then said, I'm just gonna go park my car. You know what he's parking? His dick in between her legs. <laughs> okay, sorry for the silence, but I just whispered to uh, Neon that I'm having deja vu. Like, I literally had this day happen. Fucking hell. <laughs> I literally have this memory. I literally dreamed about this not too long ago that we were like talking. I feel like I had this I had this dream before I actually met you. Bro! Hey, Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> that was so bad, but like, alright. Yeah. Your hand's too small for my <laughs> But yeah, continuing on. This is literally how um like, there's a lot of tattoo artists like in Sydney that think that they can like just groom apprentices just to like have that trust and like, that sexual trust as well because yes there's a lot of fuck shit that does happen in the, t- the tattooing community but this is good that shit's being like spoken about because that whole situation is also the same thing that like a similar situation that happened like somewhere with the uh, I think there's a tattoo artist in like in like King's Cross that something happened like similar. Yeah. No, there was also one in Newtown. In Newtown as well, like King yeah, Street or something? Yeah, there was one in Newtown on King Street, which literally that guy's been fired. Yes. He's been fired. Yes, he was motherfucker, fired. you he deserve. Was... Oh my bye. He was fired the next day. Cause Actually, everyone, I'm pretty sure a lot of people in Sydney know about this story. Yeah. Where this motherfucker literally was filming the underskirts of clients. Mm-hmm. It's so fucked up. And you know what's even fucked up? The fact that his phone has the guts to not break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so fucked up. I'm just trying to find, like, the... So this is where the story is, like, the post. So that's the guy. And so I would just repeat the entire story that she submitted. Yeah. So today marks five years since I was sexually assaulted. Five years since a man I trusted and looked up to chose to climb into my bed and mentally scar me for life. I was 19, an apprentice, when he asked me to go across the country to an expo to help out with a few other artists. I had a brotherly sisterly relationship with this man and I thought I'd be in safe hands when he told me he'd organize everything and take care of me. When we arrived, I found I was in the same motel room as him, while the other artists were upstairs somewhere I didn't know. 
I kept telling myself it was fine. His wife was coming the next day. It'll be all good. After a full day of being tattooed by him on the Sunday, we went out like most people do after Expo. His wife had already gone back home, so it was just me and the artist. I had to endure him pulling down my top to show others the piece he had done that day in a drunken haze with lingering fingers. It was 4.30am when we got back to the room. I hadn't been drinking, but everyone else had been. I climbed into bed, which was a fold-out lounge in the living room, exhausted and sore when I heard, it's cold in my room, I'm going to lay here to get warm, followed by arms wrapping around me, groping my breasts. I was in shock. I tried to push him off and say, don't be stupid, get off back and go back to your own room. Next thing I remember was the words, I'm just going to park my car in the garage as he pushed his dick in between my legs. I couldn't move, paralyzed by fear. When his wandering hand stopped, I realized he was asleep and I got up and changed beds. I had just fallen asleep when he came into that room and repeated his actions, but with more force. I got up a second time and left asking him to stop. He followed me out and once again climbed in behind me. I ended up staying awake and sitting in a chair at the table. Wanting so badly to leave, but having no idea where I was or where to go with a dead phone. When he woke a few hours later, he asked me if we had sex. I felt sick. I hate that I am marked with the artist's work, a permanent reminder. I hate that every time I get complimented on my sleeve, I have to watch that person compliment and boast about him while I burn inside. I hate that he is such a well-known charismatic artist that people would second-guess list because, oh, but he's so funny, he's so nice. I thought so too. I used to house sit for this man. I used to take care of his dogs. I unknowingly put my apprenticeship on the line constantly, not realizing the seriousness of our odd artist and apprentice relationship. I hate that he convinced me to keep this between us. This industry has so many men like this hidden in plain sight, put on a pedestal due to social media. This industry is built on trust between client and artist, and so often the trust is broken, boundaries tested. Sometimes your hands need to be in specific places, I get it, but when you let them linger that little bit longer, or when you stroke your finger, that is assault. Or you can just blatantly disgusting about it, like in another case of mine, when an artist decided it was okay to post my breast multiple times while tattooing my ribs. That is assault. When you give your client a little tap on the bum once you stenciled her thigh, that's assault. Take ownership of your actions, make changes to your attitude, stop the ongoing sexual assault in this men's club. I refuse to allow my son to grow up not knowing about consent. I refuse to let my son grow up not knowing how to make sure people feel safe in his presence. I refuse to allow my son to be a part of the problem. Do better. So beautifully said beautifully said she she is a beautiful mother and her son is such adorable. a beautiful such a beautiful person quite literally um and like just from like the beginning of the story there was already red flags there was so many red flags the fact that she was 19 and an apprentice and he thought it would be okay to have her in the same motel room as him and like she could already tell that something was up she could already tell that there was shit going on because she was telling herself it was fine but she knew that there was shit behind this and the fact that 
he thinks it's okay to pull down a teenage girl's clothing just to show off his artwork in public. Like, you can just have a picture on your phone. Quite buddy. literally. You don't have to physically, like, push her around and use her as an object because this is literally how I feel like she felt objectified and used as an object. And the thing is, they were already, like, drunk when it was happening. And, no, it, it's just so sickening how they objectify women. They think that women are a garage for them to park their car in. Mother, I want to rip this guy's tongue out. <laughs> rip his dick off. <laughs> I want to rip his tongue out. How, how does he have a family? <laughs> yeah, how the fuck do you consider yourself a good person and a good dad if you fucking go and do that behind your family's back? What type of person do you think you are? How the fuck do you think that you're a good person? And the fact that people don't see through you because you thought you were in the right and then you posted about it and then that was her ticking bomb. That was her bomb to go off. She is in the full complete right. So with him being like not telling the full story and lying because he was drunk motherfucker i've been blackout drunk many many a times i remember everything i know there's some people that sometimes don't but i feel like sex is something that you would remember when you're drunk so don't ever give a woman shit or that type of bullshit that when you wake up after being wasted oh did we have sex or oh did i sexually get like assault you motherfucker you know you know that you did it so own up and apologize and literally go get help professionally for yourself because i feel like if your wife knew and i feel like she does know kind of i don't know but imagine what your wife would think what your child would think okay i'm just reading further into like the original person's like story so she built a relationship on trusting like it was funny it was no like his wife was actually questioning as to if there was shit going on between them because like she did his personal banking, shopping, house sitting, dog minding. And she knew all the codes to their alarms to the house. Like how fucked up as that is. They built a relationship. She was going for a brotherly kind of relationship. But he abused that. He took power over that. He manipulated her into thinking that it was a brotherly relationship. Like something that she could feel safe about. But instead, like she uh, she allowed him to tell her who she could date allowed her allowed him to get between his fr her friendships with other apprentices like how fucked up is you're not even that related to that person like dude an apprentice work relationships are strictly separate. for work are separate to personal personal relationship if you decide to 
be friends with someone at work that is your responsibility and you still have to have that mindset that when you are at work you are in a working environment and whatever you guys talk about in private in your own personal relationships that stays there you don't take your personal life into your work and if you do have like personal relationships with people at work you continuously have to have that working mentality when you are work with them and the same type of respect that you hold to everybody else literally no it's just fucked up how he says that he was raised better and how fucked up that he couldn't control his actions like dude you are supposed to be an example as to who you should be to your children and stuff and like monster is the right term for you it is it honestly is because it's just like you knew what you was doing because even if whether or not you were drunk you was already doing shit before that incident the fact that you was manipulating an innocent apprentice who just wanted to get by in this world as a successful artist who is now a successful artist um kid you not um and now you're just getting all this shit from five years ago brought up so Fuck you, man. Like, quite literally, your life is fucked. Because it's, like, when his kids read onto this in the future... They're gonna be shocked. I wonder what his wife thinks, honestly. Yep. Like, yeah, because Tattoo Apprentice, they struggle. They will do anything to build their name. Yeah. But we will not tolerate... Now, I repeat... We would never tolerate abuse. Because it's just... This is why... See, this is why Tempest and I, we're just... We aim... We want... <laughs> you have a dream to become a tattoo artist. Yep, and have my own shop. You have the exact same type of thing. We have the exact type of dream. And we are literally building together. We are working together. We are innovating new ideas we're trying out to do different websites like we're tr trying to get our brand onto clothing and even if that like sometimes doesn't work we are like and we have struggles with that but fuck it it's, it's all an experiment you know and the fact that we are both like ta you know tattooing uh, like each other ourselves like whatever other people do have tattoo yet. yeah but, you know <laughs> it's gonna get to that stage soon, <laughs> sooner or later <laughs> and um it's it's just like we are so willing to try and do everything. That's why we're also doing this podcast stuff and um, just having a blast because there's a way for people like us with the creative type of mindset to get their name out. And yes, it's going to be hard at first, but social media is the way to go. Digital shit is the way to go. But you also have to know how to use your social media, which I suck at, and you're amazing at. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's why we're together. No, but the thing is, with like our idea for the tattoo shop in the future, where we are trying our best to make it happen, strictly woman-only run shop. 
Exactly. Even though I'm non-binary, but I am AFAB. Yeah. So it counts. Non-binary, gay, and like so LGBTQ, non-binary, and POC. POC and females are only going to be working at our shop. The reason why is because we want to create a really safe space for creative like-minded people and people that want to get that apprenticeship done or even work done and that they feel safe in that place. Exactly. And the thing is, like, within this lockdown, of course, lockdown's been shit. I've been on a fucking roller coaster. Me too. We all have. Um, But shit happens and then good shit happens. (laughs) My motto in life is literally, shit happens, get over it. Yeah, I'm not good at it. <laughs> that thing is, that's my motto, and I feel like you can just see that by just... I can. I literally can. My motto is just, spontaneous ideas are the best. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's also true. Like, no, like, literally, I'm living off $100 right now after spending $1,400 on my shit. Like, I am so, like... Financially a bit broken at the moment, but like, <laughs> but like, honestly, to me, monetary and materialistic gain isn't my goal. My goal is just to be happy with who I am. And once you achieve that, you won't care about money because everyone thinks that money is, is happiness yeah. and money is everything, it's not. but it's not. As soon as you realize that you are the one thing that matters the most and the you achieving your highest potential your highest self your your highest like create like creative side whatever the fuck you want to do just be you and once you have that money yeah you you can have a rocky road with money but thing is money is always going to be there regardless and there's many ways that you can make money Money is never going to be an issue. It's not. It's a piece of paper. It's literally just a thing that's just... It's like... It's just... It's a fake thing. Money is a fake 3D materialistic thing. Look. Cavemen age. They didn't have money. They had rocks. Like, literally. It's just a government thing. It's just... Money is just government. Taxes just want money. Mm -hmm. Like... See, okay, this is why I I don't hate rich people because I have plenty of friends who are fucking wealthy as fuck and they are epic. But there are those people, especially politicians or like and governments. Billionaires, trillionaires, those people. There are particular people who can be douchebags because they just are higher on the spectrum of salary wise. Like, whether or not in the future I become rich or if you become rich. We're not gonna be like bitches and like f- fucking throw our money like that to the streets. We have good intentions for whatever future we have, but at the end of the day, we just want to be happy with our lives. We want to do what we want to do. We have we're artists. Artists naturally aren't going to be the richest people in this world. No, and that's completely fine. But they're going to be the like the most happiest and open-minded. The, and open-minded, and people are gonna love them because they're like we the have the best people around. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Creative people are the most sickest people and the most dopest people you will ever meet. Quite literally. 
because we are so open-minded and we're so willing to talk about shit. We're so willing to rant and actually like speak our minds because it's actually something that we care about and something that we see as artists because as an artist, you kind of see how society and structures like really like um, deteriorate people. And that's a way that's a lot of us, like we comment on it by, by making art. But then again, artists are also, no single artist doesn't have a mental health issue. Yeah. We are all psychos. Yeah. Like most, like most artists are psychos. But in a good way. Unless you do them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if you fuck with one of us, like literally, if you piss one of us off, you're literally asking for your fu- own funeral. Yeah, you're literally digging your own grave. Like this is just this is just speaking out of knowing Neon and knowing myself. If you ever fuck with us, you are literally putting your foot in the grave and dig your, digging your own self six feet under. Because we'll make it happen. You just don't know when that's gonna happen. That's so true. I mean, look. This is why most people don't see the pissed off side of me because it's hard to piss me off. If you actually piss me off, that's when me you too. need to run. Exactly. Because we're not people that you want to piss off. And like you've seen like the verge of my anger and that's scary. That's the verge of my anger? I, f- I feel like you can do worse. No, that's just the, the tip of my anger. And that's scary to a lot of people. So imagine how me being fully enraged how scary that is people have like there there have been some people like that guy that i beat up yeah he saw my full rage that motherfucker shot his pants <laughs> like they all would because i have like i literally have demon eyes when i'm fucking angry like my pupils my pupils are really dilated in general but like they can de-dilate when like the sun hits me like crazy but when i'm really angry my pupils literally take up the whole of my eye and instead of my eyes being green they seem black oh that's cool because it's just rage green yeah oh fuck we're, we're back yeah sorry um quick quick um interruption but it's all right <laughs> but totally fine that's totally fine but yeah it's you never want to fuck with either us or any of our friends because we're all psychos and like we all care for each other and don't get me wrong i have some people that are like angels but <laughs> i'm not an angel <laughs> no like like no, no no i mean like they literally like their personality is so like angelic right then it's like not mean right but deep down in those people that i know they will literally bash someone's skull like skull open if like they fuck with their friends so true and that's the energy that we have very true and we speak and talk shit about everything that pisses us off and this is literally just like this podcast series that we do and like what me and like and i like planning for this is literally a podcast about us speaking up about shit 
in talking our minds, ranting, and just, yeah, having fun, but, like, talking mad shit. Yes, sir. Because, like, okay, generally the summary of today's podcast was basically fucking bitches. Toxic people. Toxic people. Literally, toxic people who just don't get shit. And, like, fucking don't give a shit about other people's lives. I'm just like, they are fucked up. Quite literally fucked up. Yup. I mean, obviously you also have your toxic people that we have to deal with. Yeah. You know what I've done recently? Blocked them all. Yeah. It's a good move. Literally. I've just blocked every single bitch that's toxic. If you ever have toxic people in your life, just block them. You don't need them in your life. You don't deserve them. They don't deserve you. Exactly. That's the vibe. Because at the end of the day, toxic people are just going to get karma. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally, they'll get karma. Because look, look what's happened to this supposedly amazing tattoo artist. Something he fucked up five years ago has blown up in his face. Quite literally. And now for the Sydney University, someone who's trying to go for a campaign. You are about to be fucked up because of what you've done to my best friend. This is why Tempest said not to fucking mess with us. Because we will t- we will bring out the shit that you brought up. We do not tolerate shit. We, don't, we are the type of people that do not sit in silence. And being part of the LGBT community, and like just people in general, just being anyone who is friends with us, we will always be a voice for them. We will always stand up for them. But also as like being part of the LGBT fam, we are sick of staying in our closet. We are sick of constantly having people like pushing us back into like, like pushing us away and it's, like silencing us. Exactly. No, motherfucker that closet door is going to bust down off his hinges. Yeah. Because with the amount of rage that's going on in the fucking community. Oh, we are already fucking mad because of the New South Wales government. Targeting children is, like, the worst thing they could do. And they're fucking targeting children. Like, fuck fuck the government, honestly. Fuck the government. Fuck society. Fuck norms. You just have to... Just remember, guys. Life isn't a competition. You just have to give it love and light. And be you. Be your unique self. And the universe is going to thank you for it. That's the wisest thing I've heard you ever say. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? I've been through, I literally went through like a spiritual awakening. You know that like acid trip that I took? Yeah. That all of the acid trips that I've ever taken has leading up to this moment. Damn. And now I'm this healed energy that's wise as fuck. I'm that, I've, I've, I've literally stepped into my, like the final stages of the queen, like empress type energy. I'm literally that empress card. I'm a joker card. You're a fool. <laughs> what? 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 And fool. In the in like in the tarot deck, I see you as a fool. <laughs> it's it's like it's like no like no don't get me wrong. The fool card is like I'm really, not taking it badly. I'm like, just hilarious. The fool card either way is like really good because it's like it's always about new beginnings and like changing. Spontaneous. Spontaneous. Yeah, that's literally Very spontaneous. Yeah, I am chaotically spontaneous. I'm just that high priestess. That knows everything. I can see that. That with I just know. I just have a really good intuition. I honestly can see that. 
And I read people so easy. You do. <laughs> you really it's do. It's so scary. I can, I, it's like, I can literally look at somebody and like, look at their soul and be like, yeah. Could you look at someone and know what their star sign is? Yes. Fucking hell. I can definitely look at anybody. So yeah, if any of you needs, um, you guys that are watching a, just a reality check, hit me up and I'll look at that person and tell you. Yeah. To get rid of shit people. Yep. Quite literally. Because once you're you're in that like energy where you are healed, right? And you don't have that toxic mindset and you have that ego death and like shit like that and you get in touch with your like truest, highest self, you start to attract the people that are either exactly the same or just have that tiny bit of work. And you guys like you know, talk and shit evolves. Yes, it does. Sorry, I'm having a mind blank here. <laughs> no, it's all good. My, my mind is just got like zoning out for a second. It's like, yeah, <laughs> this bitch is speaking facts. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just mind blown. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> Like, we haven't, like, yeah, last time you saw me, it was, like, a while, and, like, now, like, you've seen just, like, the change just happen like that. <laughs> <laughs> just overnight, it's happened. Overnight, I've changed. No, like, we, we, like, what the type of people, what the type of friends that can just, like, not talk to each other for a while, mm-hmm. and then suddenly talk to each other, and it's just, shit has blown up in both of our worlds, and then it's yeah. just a vibe, honestly. Yeah. Because it's, like... Yeah, we can, like, go for, like, days with, like, we talk each- like, we talk to each other, like, constantly, and then we, like, go it on both ways to start working, and then all of a sudden, like, we'll have, like, a- we'll start talking again, and then, like, it- it, like, it doesn't ever go to that stage where it's uncomfortable, it's always just, like, oh, yeah. 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 Like, I know this person, that person's energy is never gonna change, so it's, like, I can always come back with the same type of energy. ba bum bum <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird, you're weird, we're both weird, it works. Weird is the norm though, weird is the vibe. Yeah, which is why when people say that they're not weird and they're normal, it's just like, what? It's a, it's a bit weird. It's like, basic bitches, y'all are weird. Agreed. <laughs> 100% agreed. <laughs> Literally. It's so fucking weird. Uh I don't know what to talk about anymore. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we wrapped it up pretty well. Did we? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like 46 minutes is actually pretty good. No, that's what my previous podcast was like when I did one with my mate. So it was like that. Yeah. Yeah. Your accent just changed. <laughs> just a bit. I just heard that like. What did it change to? Just like, I feel like it was like a bit British. <laughs> You know, I'm not surprised because it. <laughs> British, isn't it, love? Hey, I'm from England. <laughs> I'm a would bit like British. A, would you like a cup of tea? Would you like a cup of tea? We are not. A, oh, speaking of tea, I got sent this package from my mom. She s- fucking sends me tea. Do you want my tea? Because I I'm not gonna drink tea. Yes. It's like in, It's kind of instant tea. It's like ginger brown sugar ginger tea. Ooh, you want? Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you because I am... An, I'm I, a, I'm I don't fucking drink tea. I just drink water because water is good. I'm an Advent tea drinker. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> it's like it's literally like... 
but <laughs> it's literally like my addiction to use like my addiction. I know. And then when you have the days you puke and then you're just like, I'm gonna have tea. I'm just like, bitch, no, you have to have water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck are you getting tea? Like water. Water is important. Okay. Yeah. Water versus tea. If you had to live one for the rest of your life, which one would you live with? Water or tea? I would have to choose water, actually. See? Yeah. Oh, see? But like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better though. Like, I'm getting, like, I'm drinking more water. It's like, it's it's so good. Water. 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 We're gonna have a bunch of mixed accents in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that for us. <laughs> yeah. Next time we should, I should try and do. I I can't fucking do an Asian accent. Oh shit! Okay, we're not gonna fuck you. No, I'm not gonna fuck you, man. <laughs> I no. only have my eyes on one person, one person only. Yeah. yeah. And I already have a primary partner that I fuck. So hell yeah. I have a primary partner, and then I have all the other partners that I make out with. <laughs> Am I polyamorous? I don't know, but we'll save that for another time. For me, I'm completely like monogamous. monogamous. I know. It's like it's, I am like it's very obvious. Ugh. It is very obvious. <laughs> See, for me, it's just like I have too much affection. Thing is, I have too much affection, but I'm very monogamous. Since when do you have too much affection? Wait. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've always I've like now nah, your affection is not compared to mine. Your affection is like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Next topic we can talk about is polyamory and monogamy. monogamy. Actually, I was on a call with my friend at three a.m. Maybe I should save this for next time. But I was on a call with my friend at three a.m. and she was telling me how she had to explain the difference between polyamorous and bisexual. <laughs> No, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about we'll po- talk about this next time because it's yeah, we'll, a hilarious we'll, topic to we'll, bring up. We'll go into detail about like sexuality, like your gender, because sexuality and gender are two different things. So we'll definitely talk about the differences between sex, sexuality, gender, like types of relationships, and what else? Um, just like other just shit. like what type of person you like see yourself as? Like, what's your like? Are you super affectionate or are you a romantic type shit like like that? Basically like that. Yeah. So until then, we will see you next time. Exactly. Bye bye. <laughs>